Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. All right, welcome to the show, Fist Free Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I am Nick Eber, along with my co-host, Kartik Krishnaya. Um, you know, Kartik, the, the damn thing is these bloody international breaks. We're, we're just into the yeah. Premier League season. We're four matches in, um, and, and it's great. Let's, let's be honest. I mean, you know, four matches in, and we are looking at Leicester City in the top four of the table. Uh, four matches in. Uh, you know, we are looking at Crystal Palace in fourth spot. Um, it's almost like you just can't wait to see what happens next. It's like if you're reading, I don't know, does anybody any, read and read books anymore? Um, you know, um, I do. I, I do. But it's like when you're reading a, a really awesome book, you know, and you can't wait to get to the next chapter. It's like, that's what the Premier League's like. I'll tell you what, let's put it this way. It's like when you're binging Netflix, all right, and you're three or four episodes into your favorite show, and then all of a sudden, it don't work. You have to wait a week. I mean, what's up with that, Kartik? How dare they? Two weeks. Two weeks. You have, you, have to wait two, you have to wait two weeks, and it's it's even worse than some of the other leagues because the Premier League at least started early in August. So did Liga, but uh, I think there have been two, two match days in Serie A. There have been three in the Bundesliga two or three in, in La Liga. I mean, it's just like you don't get any flow in the season. So when, when after we come back from the international break, each of those leagues I mentioned, the top five leagues in Europe, they're all going to have four match days. And then another international break for two weeks. And then four more match days. And then another international break for two weeks. The flow in the seasons doesn't really start until mid-November. Um, and, and keep in mind, you know, you have Champions League, uh, that that's kind of stop start too in the middle of these international breaks as well. So uh, it's difficult. I mean, it's just not. I'm not that interested in these internationals. I have to nah. be honest, Carlos. Nah, it's, it's a total snooze fest. I, I'm I'm much more interested to see what's going to happen. Uh, you know, at Old Trafford when uh, Leicester City travel to Man United, or or at. Uh, uh, you know, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium when they host Crystal Palace. I mean, these are the matches that we're waiting for. Look, we have to go to break. When we come back, we'll pick it up on the other side. More crying about the international break. And Kartik, let's figure out the best football people with Bond villain names. All right, all that and more when we come back. History something. I see many endings laid before us. Some good, most bad. 
Netflix original series. The Skeksis are hiding something. Ten. No one. The journey begins. Where's your sense of adventure? As darkness rises. Together we can stop the Skeksis. We will stand with you. The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. All episodes now streaming only on Netflix. It's mom. I know you and Bobby have only been dating for two days, but I still think we should all celebrate. Oh, we can do margaritas at Chili's. They've got that fancy one of the month for five bucks, which is like just as many days as your last relationship. <laughs> Funny, right? Oh, talk soon. Come into Chili's now for our $5 margarita of the month. It's the perfect reason to catch up with friends or celebrate whatever. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating restaurants only. Prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. Must be 21 to consume alcohol. Drink responsibly. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com at 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. All right, welcome back to the show. Chris Reed-Stock and Nick with you here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211. Uh, by the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on, these, uh, on the American Forces Network. What a pleasure it is to speak with you, as we do every weeknight uh, from 9 p.m. Eastern. Also, if you're listening on iHeart Radio, tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app. Or if you're Kerry listening in Las Vegas, we welcome you to the show. Uh, 800-878-7529. Kind of one of those odd shows today because... Uh, I can't stand the international breaks. Look, I know it's Euro qualifying. Uh, in England, have two qualifying matches, and that's interesting. The U.S. are playing some money-spinning friendlies. The U.S. women played a couple of, what, Portugal and 1-3-0, and 
my interest level didn't move above you know one percent on any of this um I just hate these international breaks. I understand them, but I hate them. Look, you know, Kartik, you know what I think will be better? Let's just say for Euro qualifying, right? Instead of having spreading Euro qualifying out, why not just have one the summer before a big Euro qualifying tournament? Um, yeah, but then you that, that interferes with the league seasons also because the league's uh, you you don't get a full preseason then for for players who are playing internationally, uh, and it'll mess up the calendar in the sense that I guess the European all the all the uh, leagues would have to start in September. I guess that. No, no, I mean, um, but no, no. But, how long would it? But then they play straight through. But I mean, how long would it take? Well, I mean, how, how long does the have, World Cup take? Well, no, no, no. You have ten. You have eight or ten qualifiers, so you'd have to you'd have to be you'd have to find the time to play eight or ten matches consecutively. Uh, because the qualifying started in March, and it goes through. Right. Um, so, so hold on. So, and then you had two 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 qualifiers in June, um, and then uh, uh, September two, October two, November two. That's the problem. The, the Euros are what? To... The Euros are every every two years, right? Every four years. Every four years. Excuse me. Every four years, and they're on the off years between the World Cup. So, right. I'm just trying to work this out. Well, maybe you just take. Yeah, just take one summer, change how you qualify, take a couple of these FIFA dates and, and get rid of some of the, the, the flotsam and jetsam, you know, the, the, the Maltas of the world, no disrespect to the Maltese, or, or Maltesers, by the way, because those are some of my favorite uh, sweets. I love Maltesers. I don't know if they come from Malta or not, but in the off chance they do, I want to personally thank the Maltese people for creating such a delicious sweet. Um, but I think here in the U.S. they're called Whoppers. And I don't know how I got off on this tangent, Kartik, but I did. Uh, but nevertheless, maybe you have that tournament, you get rid of Malta, you get rid of Gibraltar, you get rid of, you know, uh, uh, who else is uh, in the ridiculously small nations with five people. And then you have a nice round robin for a couple of weeks during the summer. You get rid of the, you get rid of the upset teams and then you're set and we don't have to, we don't have to interrupt the Premier League every five minutes. But the problem is those countries cannot, and this UEFA has made this case consistently, um, that those, those countries cannot maintain any sort of football infrastructure if they do not have the opportunity to bring in Germany or France or Italy or whoever is in their qualifying group, uh, uh, big draw type, type countries. Now, maybe there's a way that they can be given a cut of the revenue, even if they're not in that It's all about money you know, at the that, end that of the day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's all about money. Yeah, but, but the other question is, would you do this for World Cup qualifying? Would you eliminate the World Cup qualifying structure, which is different in each confederation, and, and put them over the summer? I'd love to. Love to. How exciting would that be? You have the qualifying tournament the year before, and then the next year you have the actual tournament. And, and that would require um, the Cup of African Nations, the Gold Cup, and the... Um... Well, first of all, don't even mention the Gold Cup in any sort of name. I mean, that is a JV tournament of, of the... Well, it, it is, but unfortunately, it comes back to money. The reason it's, it's held the way it is, Nick, is so that... And the reason it's always in the U.S. is so that Antigua can get their cut, Barbados can get their cut, Curacao can get their cut, right? And that that's unfortunately... Uh, the reality of the hold on, of hold on, hold on, hold on a second. First of all, let's play word association for a minute, Kartik. When I say Barbados, sure. what's the first thing that comes to your mind? That comes to that comes to my mind with no, no, Barbados. Let, no, no, relax, relax, Kartik, relax. Lie down, okay. breathe, breathe in. 
Con breathe in. Mm. Now breathe out. Oh, now you're relaxed, Kartik. I'm going to say a word, and I want you to say the very first thing that comes into your head. Are you ready? Yeah. Barbados. Resort. Curacao. They're Dutch, and they have oil. Oil, I'll say. The Dominican Republic. Baseball. <laughs> okay. Very good, Kartik. Very Jamaica. Jamaica? Oh, well, that's a lot of a lot, a lot from Jamaica, First but I word. would say reggae. Reggae. Mexico. I don't know. Mexico is football. El Chapo. Let's be honest. We want to say that, but you didn't know. Look, the point I'm making here is not a single time did you say football, Kartik. You say Brazil, other than, you know, bikini women and waxing. I mean, the first thing that's going to come to your head is, well, football, right? It generally does with Mexico, too, but that was, I think, a bad. You should have just kept going with the island nation. Well, yeah, but football. the island nation. Okay, yeah, Mexico is a bit unfair. United States. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? And don't say don't Donald Trump. What's that? <laughs> Guns is the first thing. Guns, that comes to my mind the <laughs> but not football. That's exactly the point, right? So I, I could care less about this stupid tournament. It's it, it's it's for tossers. It's a wank fest. It's a boring, boring tournament. Conquer calf for a boring, 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 boring confederation. Uh, you know, listen. You say Brazil. I think you know beautiful women and waxing. That's number one and two. Number three, football. Number four, coffee. Uh, you know, that's it, right? And. Help me after that with Brazil. I sort of, you know, lose my train of thought. Probably at waxing, I lost my train of thought. But but that's okay. Uh, anyway, look, crime. That's another thing I think. With Brazil. <laughs> crime, crime. Kartik, you know, first of all, any discussion we have about qualifying, you just forget Concacaf. It's the world's second worst confederation. Okay, correct. O only Oceania is worse, or maybe the Asian Federation. So maybe, no, 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 no. The Asian Federation isn't as bad as Concacaf. So okay, so Concacaf people like to say it is, but it's not. I think Japan, Korea, Australia—you have countries that have developed their football infrastructure in a competitive landscape. Whereas in Concacaf, you have Mexico and you have a bunch of other countries. Really, I mean, right? What well, the United States true. is the biggest ca cash cash cow whore country. Yeah, I hate to use that term, but that's all it is. I mean, right. it's just like American crony capitalism in general, the way football is run in this country. So um, so I guess that's appropriate. I mean, I said guns for the United States. Maybe it's crony capitalism, which right. describes no, me soccer and the U.S. Soccer Federation and Soccer United Marketing. You know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see like a stadium. This of me would be great in the offseason. A stadium, like go to one of the beautiful stadiums, like LAFC's new stadium, right? Yeah, that's nice. I'd point. like to see Don Garber in the middle of the stadium, and then they open the gates and three or four lions come in, and it's like a gladiatorial show where Don Garber puts on the animal show right at the end. What do you think? Uh, Carlos Cordero. I, I Maybe Garber unless, and Cordero. In, in, I wouldn't be Ford unless the animals won. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> who, who do you think is going to win? Don Garber. Who, do you think Don Garber could outrun a hungry lion? No. I don't think so. I mean, Although but, these guys get away with so much, right? There, 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 are, there are laws that govern this sport that 207 FIFA members, and there are more members of FIFA than of the United Nations, abide by, or 206 members of FIFA, excuse me, because there are 207 members. And then there's one 
the United States that's exempt from everything. That's right. That's why they need to be because it all lions. comes back to money. It yeah. So how about so a gladiatorial some fight though? Lions and some you know merit, make this a meritocracy rather than. Um, how about Ibrahimovic with the trident, Don Garber with the short sword, gladiatorial fight to the death at the brand new LAFC stadium. Now that I would pay. He drinks tiger blood. Keep in mind. Uh, uh, I know. So he'd probably win this thing. That'll be fascinating to see. Now that will be worthy of getting some real rights free rights fees from some of the major networks. All right, we're going to go to break. The street soccer and Nagiba Kata Krishnaya. We're just having an old chin wag. We'll be right back after this. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. 
800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. All right, welcome back to the show. This is Soccer, Nick and Kartik with you. Uh, we were just, uh, before the break, waxing poetic about who we'd like to see in the gladiatorial arena fighting to the death. Now, we, we came up with uh, Ibrahimovic and Don Garber in a death fight. Uh, Don Garber with the trident. Oh, no, Ibrahimovic had the trident, right? And Don yeah. Garber had the short sword and the shield. Ibrahimovic had the trident and the net. Uh, but I know Don Garber's pretty pretty squirrely, I think, you know, Kartik. I think he might be able to, you know, to just shift his way because he's so shifty, you know, out of being caught yeah. in that net and, and, and deliver the backstabbing blow with the short sword. Yeah, his duplicity is, is legendary and his ability to adapt and, 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 and slither away like a snake. Uh, exactly. I bet Boris Johnson wishes he had some of Don Garber in him right now. So you think? Well, well, how about Boris Johnson and Don Garber in the in the gladiatorial <laughs> arena? How about Boris Johnson and John Burkow after today <laughs> in the comments? Uh, right. It was great yesterday. I'm watching the debate yesterday, and Jacob Rees-Mogg, who is a complete knob uh, and, and has been for years, is giving his presentation about for the, on behalf of the government, right? Uh, and I could just see John Burkow's face and just chewing them out. He had nothing but contempt for him. Yeah, we could have Boris Johnson and uh, and uh, Don Garber. That would be good. Or do you do, would we want to throw Cordero uh, in there too? Throw who? Throw who in that? We, Carlos Cordero. We could have a, a oh, a absolutely. Uh, Americans versus Brits. Oh, we could. And, and they could use the paranoia that they always do in U.S. soccer. The British are coming. The British are yeah, coming. Yeah, right. We could relive a civil war coming, battle. The are coming. They right. have such fear. I mean, of a revolutionary war battle in the arena. Yeah, Fabulous. that's the way they act like. Great it. job. I mean, they're the most uh, you know, anglophobic people listen, on the planet. Why? Why don't Soccer United Marketing hire you and I, Carter? Because I think just together we have possibly some of the best ideas uh, ever personally and then um what's her name uh, what's the name of the the uh the women's player that was uh, gonna play in the nfl what's her name um carly lloyd carly lloyd thank you then maybe carly lloyd could kick the severed head of the loser uh through the uprights at the stadium to end off the tournament i love carly lloyd her um should read her autobiography it's one of the few uh American players, male or female, who has been honest about U.S. soccer and the culture uh, in, in, within U.S. soccer. She doesn't take no nonsense from anyone. Unlike uh, 90, 95% of these men, male players in the U.S. Are, are neutered because they want to fit into the culture of conformity around uh, U.S. soccer. And, Nick, you'd never get hired by Soccer United Marketing because they have a thing about Brits, right? They have this, yeah. this anglophobia, which reminds me of Vichy France. I mean, quite frankly, I mean, they could have been in, in Marshall Patton's government, you know, these, uh, these MLS people, because there's just, and it's, and it spreads among American soccer journalists too. There's an Anglophobia, a, uh, a jealousy of Britain and envy of Britain, you know, anyone with British accents they're suspicious of. It's very, very strange. Well, quite, quite rightly so, because we're very untrustworthy. <laughs> well, maybe they were watching Boris Johnson and that, they based on all their right. judgments on him. Well, listen, I, I think if we're going to do the gladiatorial thing, we've got to talk about, uh, you know, our favorite James Bond. You know, we were talking a little bit uh, yesterday about James yeah. Bond names. And, and you and I both came to the conclusion that, that, that the name Andre Villas-Boas 
just would make he would make such a great Bond villain. But actually, I'm thinking he might not make a great Bond villain. Andre Villas-Boas would be like the Portuguese intelligence counterpart of 007. Yeah, you know, they, yeah. They had Felix Leitner. <laughs> remember Felix him? Leiter. He was a yeah. He was a CIA guy, but maybe oh, money, penny. I've got to go see Andre Villas-Boas. Make an appointment. You know, that, if you really want to talk about. Uh, great names uh, for Bond villains that are currently managing in the Premier League. I've got probably, probably the ultimate one, the evil villain Daniel Farquhar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, there's no more evil of a name than that. Or maybe Ralph Hashenhutl. But Hashenhutl. that's yeah. But that sounds more like a you know. I was never a Nazi. Und I was never a Nazi. Oh, sorry. Oh, Haschenhutl. But, but, of course, he isn't, by the way. But, uh, yes, yeah, so that's a sort of name for that. But he is Austrian. Which he is Austrian. Yeah, Austria. We are not <laughs> Germany. Uh, Nuno Santo. That's also Nuno Espirito Santo. Uh, that sounds like the guy that discovered America, doesn't it? I mean, didn't Nuno <laughs> Espirito Santo get into the little ship, the mighty Wolverhampton Wanderer, sailed from Wolverhampton, and discover the new world. Isn't that new? Andre Villas-Boas would be a great intelligence officer because one of the things he complained about after his sackings, his couple sackings at Chelsea and Spurs, were that uh, you know all these other foreign managers could come to England and fake that they didn't know good English and act like things were lost in translation or you know defy the media because. <laughs> um, they didn't know good English. Well, in fact, Andre, uh, ABB spoke such good English that he couldn't fake it. He couldn't yeah. fake not knowing things, right? He couldn't fake not understanding the players. And he thought – I saw an interview with – I read an interview with him. It uh, might have been The Guardian after uh, a year or two after he'd been sacked Spurs, basically saying, I, I had this – knowing English should have been an advantage. It was a terrible disadvantage for me, knowing good English. So that wouldn't make him a good intelligence officer, though, because he could communicate with Bob. Oh, absolutely. Right? Uh, yeah. But As I they had a Portuguese. So, yeah. So if, if we're looking the Portuguese at like. Portuguese British alliance being the oldest alliance in the world. So if we're looking at the current uh, list of uh, Premier League managers, of course, which Andre Bilish-Bosch isn't, we, we ascertain that he was currently the manager at Marseille. Uh, so that would invalidate him. Um, on the side of good or evil, Unai Emery. Now that, I'm sorry, that is the, Unai Emery has to be the henchman. The right-hand man to evil villain, villain Daniel Farka. <laughs> but speaking of movies of uh, 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s ilk, well, I mentioned uh, Day of the Jackal yesterday. Another movie oh, that took place in France was The French Connection Oh, too. what a great film with Gene, well, with Gene Hackman. Great film, yeah. Yeah, and it took place in Marseille. So That's right. Oh, yeah, obviously, yeah, Andre Village took place in New York. So AVB could have played a role in that. Okay, so speaking of 70s and 80s, uh, you know, I, I think that the one current Premier League manager that would fit in, say, a 1970s Bond film just perfectly look-wise, I'm talking something like, for example, Moonraker, right? Was that 80 or 79? It was right around there. 79 or, was Moonraker. Okay. Uh, has to be Manuel Pellegrini. Uh, he's got the 70s haircut. He's got the look. I mean, you could almost look at him. You could almost see him looking at the camera saying something like, oh... Octopussy, octopussy. <laughs> I can still see him in 
Moonraker, actually, and and an Octopussy, and, yeah. and uh, I was your eyes only that era, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Gosh>. But <laughs> Pellegrini definitely belongs in that one. There's there's no doubt about that one. And and again, Nuno Espirito Santo. I, I I don't know what to say about him. I mean, I can't fit him in. The only thing I could fit him into would be like, uh, you know, a, a sort of classic. Uh, discover the New World movie. You know, as I said, Nuno Espirito Santo sailed on the mighty wanderer from Wolverhampton to discover the New World. He's got the look and the name. Yeah, that's true. He does. He absolutely has that that kind of sophisticated Portuguese upper, you know, explorer class, like Vasco da Gama. Yeah, well, why not? Amerigo Vespucci. Although he's not Portuguese. That was uh, Amerigo Vespucci was what? Italian, He was Italian, yeah. Yeah. He was oh, gentleman, well, I think. I think oh, he was gentleman. What do I know? Get me off the Roman era, and I'm, I'm basically know nothing. All right, well, Kartik, we're really not talking much football, but I guess we are because you know what's what happens when you have an international break. You have to make your football fun somewhere other than the league you love, because the league you love is having a snooze while the team, your national team, is playing somebody absolutely useless. All right, Kartik, shall we look at some of the massive matchups on the international stage? Uh, say, <laughs> yes, we uh, the, that we're looking at this weekend because uh, for me, there's not a single match. Oh, no, there is. Uh, Germany-Netherlands is the only interesting match this weekend. Yeah, and, and it's a match that uh, is going to be especially interesting because Germany will be without Leroy Sané. When they beat the Netherlands in the previous qualifier, it was Sané-driven. Um, so I think that they're in a position where it's going to be difficult for them because they don't have the depth that they used to have. Rudiger's hurt too, so this is going to be a fascinating match. It is. Uh, it's about the only match. I mean, okay, so, so, so let me put it to you this way, and, and, and let's be completely upfront about this, shall we? Um, it's that one, or it's you know Germany against Netherlands, or I'm equally as excited about, say, Bosnia-Herzegovina against Liechtenstein. I mean, that one really has my pulse quickening. <laughs> or one. perhaps even um, Finland-Greece. I mean, really, that's oh, yeah, a big one, be right? Great. Uh, how about fin- the Faroe Islands? Anything Finland is always good. How about that football powerhouse of the Faroe Islands uh, against Sweden? Uh... That, I, I, I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, but Far, but Far, the Faroe Islands, I think, have won a couple qualifiers. Not maybe not in this qualifying cycle, but believe it or not, their their world ranking isn't as low as almost other countries you would associate. Isn't that? that I mean, but isn't that when the Faroes were kicked Hungary out of Egypt once too, which was stunning? But isn't that when the Faroes, Kartik, were kicked out of Egypt? They went to the Faroe Islands. They went to the Faroe Islands. <laughs> Now, you know, Faroe Islands are also uh, a Danish protectorate, right? Much like, uh, uh, are they or not? So they they have nice breakfast. So what else do they have? No, no, no. But I was saying that maybe Trump would want to buy them the way he wanted to buy them. Well, apparently Trump thinks they Uh, they serve Danish for breakfast because he heard they were a Danish protectorate. (laughs) And that's why he wants to buy them along with hamburgers and kafifi. Yes. I mean, see, this is exactly why Boris Johnson doesn't want to be in the European (laughs) Union. He doesn't want British culture... Uh, infiltrated with these really very foreign ideas, well, like having Danish for breakfast uh, <laughs> or, or croissants. Or, 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 or croissants, even though Boris Johnson, but Boris Johnson is part French and part Turkish. All right, Let's we've got to go to that. break. Oh, how about a something just oh horror of horrors? Born a in New York. Continental breakfast. All right, we'll be back <laughs> after this. 
Mystery Sachen in Karte. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost super reliable, super fast network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer ends 916.19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. Now's the time to travel and be with the people you care about the most. And at Holiday Inn and Holiday Inn Express, we're helping you be there for less. Save at least 25% at thousands of hotels worldwide if you book by September 24th. You won't want this moment to pass you by. So book today at HolidayInn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, sweetie, it's Mom. I know you and Bobby have only been dating for two days, but I still think we should all celebrate. Oh, we can do margaritas at Chili's. They've got that fancy one of the month for five bucks, which is like just as many days as your last relationship. <laughs> Funny, right? Oh, talk soon. Come into Chili's now for our $5 margarita of the month. It's the perfect reason to catch up with friends or celebrate whatever. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating restaurants only. Prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. Must be 21 to consume alcohol. Drink responsibly. You're in charge of hiring and indeed has solutions like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. We'll also have a dolphin chatter excitedly in front of the perfect candidate. Okay, there's no dolphin. But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. All right, welcome back to the show. And that's my co-host, Kartik Krishnaya's theme song, Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll, the creed by which he lives his life. And Kartik, it is great to have you here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. Uh, it's an international break, and, you know, it, it is just one of these things. The U.S. apparently is playing in the terrifically exciting CONCACAF Nations League. And, and if I just might add, Kartik, the word terrifically exciting and CONCACAF just don't go together, Okay. 
They just they just don't work like um, extra virgin olive oil and a cup of coffee. I mean, it, it, these things don't mix. You can't put these right. these two things together because there's nothing remotely exciting about CONCACAF, the world's most boring football confederation. Uh, so the U.S. is playing in the Nations League where they're going to play a nation that, quite frankly, is still lucky to be here and hasn't been blown somewhere into the ocean after this hurricane because that's who make up a lot of CONCACAF, are these island nations that have been terribly badly battered by Hurricane, uh, what was its name, Dorian? And, well, uh, this one was Dorian, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just wondering, but, Kartik, I mean, how much of the football infrastructure in these countries is going to exist when this is done? And do you think CONCACAF will take its hand off its pocket and shovel any money at these, at these uh, footballing infrastructures to help them rebuild? Hmm, I'm guessing no. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing no also. In fact, I... I uh, probably going to be reaching out to the Bahamian FA in the next day or two, and we can get an assessment of that. They actually have a match um, on September 9th, uh, next Monday. Uh, I don't know in Nassau. I don't know if that'll be postponed or not. Nassau got some of the outer bands. They got some hurricane force winds, but of course Freeport, which is the second largest city in the Bahamas, has been destroyed essentially. And you have other places that have been affected by storms that have been forced to play matches. I mean, I remember when. Um, I was working with the NASL, and, and Puerto Rico had a qualifier. Obviously, we had we all the league always had ties to Puerto Rico uh, throughout its history, and Puerto Didn't, Rico had wasn't a qualifier Anthony? with a tropical storm coming that they forced rem- them to play. I remember it was ridiculous. that ridiculous. But wasn't uh, yeah. Carmelo Anthony own the Puerto Rico team? Yeah, he did. This this the second incarnation. The first incarnation was owned by a uh, uh, local um, politician who was affiliated with our Democratic Party, the pro statehood party there. And I remember Uh, that, Kartik. Gilmard. Because I I was at the NASL final about three, four years ago uh, when it was uh, the team from Canada against the Cosmos, wasn't it? It was uh, Ottawa. Yeah, it was also against the Cosmos, and I was in the uh, I was a guest of the NASL in the NASL suite at uh, Hofstra Stadium for the final, and I'd been on this sort of dog and pony show for the last week. Well, you know this story. You're starting to smile. Uh, dog and pony show <laughs> yeah. f- for the last uh, couple of weeks before that with Bob Caldwell, by the way, who was a regular guest on this show. You know, our, our resident uh, football right. lawyer. And anyway, I've got really violently ill. Uh, while I was in the suite. And when I say violently ill, uh, if you saw The Exorcist, you might get an idea about the level of projectile vomiting that came over me. And there I was trying to look really cool in the suite. And, of course, I'm sitting in the owner's suite uh, with, on the left-hand side of me is, uh, no, right right in the row right in front of me is Carmelo Anthony and his family, uh, to directly to the right of me is the always smug Sunil Gulati, and to the left of me were a yeah. bunch of the other team owners. And basically, after sh- schmoozing and whining and dining, and you know, being the cool guy in the suite because you know I am, I um, suddenly got—I mean, literally within the space of about five seconds—unbelievably ill. Performed my best Linda Blair projectile vomiting move, threw up all over Carmelo Anthony, his family, and, uh, of course, Sunil Gulati, and then passed out on the floor and had to be wheeled out by the paramedics. So that was my, you know, great moment. Uh, throwing may have up been on because Camilla Sunil Gulati was in the uh, yeah. may have been because Sunil Gulati was in the vicinity, and I'm surprised to hear it was at an NASL final. The irony out of this whole conversation, Nick, when we talk it's about it's not Dubai, that I gave it's, it's not that I gave Carmelo Anthony a good hairdressing, uh, a, a good shampoo <laughs> of vomit. 
No, it's. I don't know if you remember this, but you called me to tell me what had happened at the final, and I was sitting outside a movie theater. I was about to go in and watch Spectre, and I finally told you the Bond movie just got re- it had just been released, and right. it was the next weekend, and or the next yeah, and I uh, <laughs> I've got tickets. I'm going into the theater, so it's funny how all of this goes back to James Bond. Holy well, it's funny how I am the man that gave Carmelo Anthony a vomit shampoo. I mean, you know, there's not too many people that... Uh, uh, why, why did you give it to Sunil instead? Well, he was to my left. Carmelo was right yeah. to my front. And I did kind of ah. move my head and spew that sort of arc. But um, And that's really all I remember. And then, of course, being really cool after having thrown up on all the bigwigs, I was then wheeled out on a gurney with my shirt opened by the paramedics who attached all these things my belly was hanging out. My arms were at the side. And they took me to Long Island Hospital where I was uh, kept overnight for observation. So um, that, you know, I can be very cool and hip, Kartik. And that was it. By the way, I've got a question for you. Yeah. When Kartik is a monkey chant, not a monkey chant. When, it, when it's in Syria and a supporters group that is associated with the fascist right says that it is not a monkey chant and we don't have racism problems here like they do in northern europe that was the best part about it all when they said that uh, by the way for those who don't know inter supporters are kind of like brown shirts they're like mussolini's brown shirts yeah as exactly. are lazio supporters um that well, was the best part the because they're is- trying to say that there there's there's all this racism in northern europe i mean i i that they, there, there's racism everywhere, right? But if you go to a match in Germany um, or you go to a match in Scandinavia, it's a lot less hostile to minorities personally, than it is in Italy or Spain. Yeah, but, you know, personally for me, Kartik, I mean, you know, if I'm a, uh, a player of African descent and I'm playing and the whole crowd starts to make monkey chants at me, the first thing I'm going to think of is that this is an incredible sign of respect. I mean, isn't that what you're going to think of, first of all? I mean, because that's apparently what the Inter fans who are coming to the the rescue, so to speak, of the Cagliari fans who were the ones responsible for this abomination, I might add. Uh, I mean, you're right. It's totally ludicrous. And you know what? I want to see UEFA do something about this. Romelu Lukaku or any other player whose skin color might not match what you might think it might be what you your yours okay um should never ever 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 be susceptible have to be subjected to any of this can't we all treat everybody else like human beings can't we treat people the way we want to be treated i mean i don't want to start preaching or my own church although i do understand it could be tax deductible i could marry my cousin i could get a jet uh wait a minute maybe i do want to start a church uh Kartik, let's you and i start the church of the almighty football but let's talk about that on a separate day uh but What's wrong with the UEFA? Why aren't they stopping this? Because they have no interest in, in uh, they like these pressure points. They like this controversy. And I, I think we've, we're also in, in, in an era now where uh, UEFA is so once again driven by financial considerations. It's like the no political speech policy in MLS, if we want to go back to Mr. Garber for a minute. Not even knowing who their fan base is, not realizing the, the majority of soccer fans. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll throw this out there. I mean, I spent 
uh, well over a decade in, in Democratic Party politics. I think a lot of people listening know that. Uh, and I have met far more progressive liberal people who know more about the world and know more about about governing and, and leftist ideas in the in the world of U.S. Soccer, American soccer than I did in politics, even being active as a Democrat. That's because that is generally the fan base in Major League Soccer and in U.S. soccer in general. Don Garber and Major League Soccer didn't realize who their fan base were when they started to, to, to ban political speech in stadiums, not realizing that all of these supporter groups were part of anti-fascist campaigns and had organized uh, uh, on, on the grassroots level and had organized social justice campaigns. And you know, now it's just boomeranged I, in their face. I'm just sick and Particularly tired. Particularly in of- Seattle and, uh, this past weekend when they decided to show on Fox a footage of Sounders supporters from yesteryear because they didn't want to show the crowd. God, aren't because you the sick crowd and tired of Major League Soccer? Aren't you sick and tired of Major League Soccer telling you what you can say, what you can't right. say, how to say it? There is a fine line, and the line isn't fine. I'm sorry. Uh, anything homophobic or racist, yeah, you can't say that, but you, you shouldn't be able to say that anyway, Okay. Um, but you know, you want to make a political point. You, you know, MLS has always been about telling you how to watch the games, how to ingest, how to enjoy their football that they're giving you. Whether it goes back to the World Cup when South Africa, remember how they suddenly, uh, they inundated all the stadiums with those bloody awful vuvuzelas and every match sounded like this. <laughs> sounded like sort of mating call of the blue whale or, I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe it was uh, what's the big what's the big uh, big guy's name? Uh, Concacaf, who, who uh, uh, Chuck Blazer, <laughs> Chuck Blazer. <laughs> maybe it was Chuck Blazer in the restroom having his upset stomach over you know, the amount of uh, hot dogs he ate at the stadium. This but, is I mean, while the FBI had tapped his phones, by the yeah, way. Exactly. Right? Precisely. I mean, you know, so, I mean, they inundate the Vuvuzelas, and then finally, enough people complained about the atmospheres at the stadium, so they, 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 they said you can't have them anymore. It's enough. Okay, no racist speech. We, we all agree. We all appreciate that. We all agree. No homophobic speech or speech that might make anybody feel uncomfortable. How about that? But how about uh, political speech is fine? You can't tell people who pay good money or perhaps overly good money to see your mediocre games. Uh, how and what they can't say, how and what they can say. It's ridiculous. Who the hell's Don Garber to say that? Well, and, and this all started because at the beginning of the season, now there have been these MLS supporter groups have been involved in anti-fascist campaigns for many, many years. I mean, in fact, in 2015, I helped and worked with, kind of, with some of the Orlando supporters to get them involved in, in, in it. But um, what happened at the start of this season, Nick, was that um, there were some New York City FC supporters who were um, – who were involved in some neo, uh, you know, white nationalist? I was going to say neo-Nazi, but maybe that's wrong. Oh, but aren't some of those the fine people on 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 the, on that side? Really? I, I, I mean, <laughs> right. they, that I, Donald what, Trump referred to as weren't they very when, fine people when, though? When, <laughs> but when Jonathan Tannerwall, the Philly Inquirer, asked um, Garber about this at the opening game, and in, in, it was either in Philadelphia or in Washington, D.C., Garber kind of evaded the question, and they didn't sanction, they didn't sanction these guys from behaving the way they were, and, and 
getting involved in some white nationalist activity because well, they said it wasn't happening at the game, so what's happening in the at, stadiums? Because, they weren't going to sanction it. Yet when uh, the Minnesota supporters bring in Che Guevara flags or, or the Portland supporters have anti-fascism, anti-racist messages, the Seattle supporters do all that same stuff too. Um Oh, and it started really with the Atlanta supporters who started yeah. the anti-fascist, anti-racist thing. They, they they had security come in and like inject those people from the stadium yeah. in Atlanta. That's what touched well, I remember, this whole thing. I remember going to an LA Galaxy games. Well, back when Kartik, where if you swore in the stadium, they would have security come and escort you from the stadium. And I can tell you that that same year that they did that, I was in London. Um, for with Fox doing a bunch of games, went up to Manchester. I remember sitting in the North Bank at Highbury uh, with a bunch of young ladies, all about no, nine or ten years old in front of me, standing on their chairs yelling the C word at the referee on the pitch. And, um, you know, you don't get thrown out there. But then, of course, uh, in uh, at uh, the Home Depot Center, you were ejected immediately. It's now something else. I don't know. It's not StubHub anymore, is it? It's now the... Uh, I don't know. The, uh, is it something else? The Yoshinoya beef bowl now? I don't know. All right. We're going to go to break for street soccer. Nick and Kartik, we're just having a chinwag. Be right back. Off. the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500 You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. All right, welcome back for Street Soccer. Nick and Kartik with you. We are just having a chat about all things football, politics, people, stupidity, ridiculous things. You know, the normal things that uh, we do when the Premier League is on break. Uh, but the most recent thing we were doing, Kartik, was uh, looking at Bond villains and assigning Bond, uh, shall we say, Premier League managers, Bond characters. And I think I have, quite frankly, Kartik, the best one of all. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. If I'm casting this, Roy Hodgson is M. <laughs> I, I kind of knew Roy Hodgson was going to fit into this because he, he seems like a bad character and he has the right accent. But is he M or is he the villain? No, he's not the villain because M, other than before Judy Dench took over as M, remember but M was this somewhat brilliant but sort of bumbling yeah. Boris Johnson type of figure, right? And, and and I think yeah. very much, uh, you know, Roy Hodgson could completely play M, where he wheels out the Aston Martin with the with the bulletproof plate and the spinning license plate and the machine guns and the oil slick. Complete. That's him. Kartik. No, no, your no last that, that would be Q. That, he, oh, he come on, me Q, Q not M. I'm sorry, Q. He could Q. be Desmond Llewellyn's character. Yeah, 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 In fact, yeah. he looks like Desmond Llewellyn. There you go. He's Q. No, I think yeah, M might be Brendan Rogers. Yeah, when Bond M comes in, he could say, I have, I have an envelope, James. <laughs> if your name's in the envelope, yeah. I'm taking your He's license Brian to kill. Brian the DM, actually, no. Brendan Rogers, totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, that's about going to wrap up our show today because it's been one of those fun shows. We love we loved doing this, in case you haven't figured it out. Otherwise, God knows, why would we be here every weeknight from uh, 7 p.m. Pacific? Uh, uh, is it 7, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, <laughs> Monday through Friday? Uh, bringing you the best of football here on the Sports Pilot Broadcast Network and Sirius XM uh, 211, Dan Patrick Sports. We're going to step aside. We're done for the night. Going to take, have a pint, a bottle, whatever it is, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Cheers. Have a great one. Hi, this is Ron Barr. If you like insightful, interesting sports talk and interviews with the biggest names in sports, then join us for Sports Byline USA, coming up next on the Worldwide Sports Byline USA Network.